Hey, this is Zach. And this is Vina. And welcome to Our Uncommon Life. This is a podcast where we talk all things marriage, business, food, and travel. And why the way we do those things make us so different. And happy 10-year anniversary, love. Aw, it's our 10-year wedding anniversary. I can't believe it's been 10 years. It's been a long time, but it doesn't feel like a long time, but it feels like a long time. Yeah, (laughs) it it does. Exactly. Some days are longer than others. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Some weeks are longer than others. I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, so, hey guys, we thought we would kind of just talk about 10 years of marriage Maybe some really deep marital advice. No. Well, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I don't know if we're qualified to give deep marital advice. I don't know either. I don't know. Maybe. people. Some people might think we would be, but then some people might think we're loony. I yeah, don't know. Well, you know, the big factor is we don't have kids, so it's a yeah. d- totally different dynamic. And that's how you survive a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Joking, I'm joking. For those of you with kids, I'm sure it's lovely. (laughs) So, yeah, we have a little cocktail tonight just to say cheers. So I got Zach some really good, is it scotch? Yeah, it's blended scotch. A company called Compass Box. Cool. And uh, they specialize in blended scotches. And... uh, this particular one is called Hedonism, Ooh. Um, and it is probably one of the best blended scotches I have ever had, and you surprised me with it for my mm, for did I, anniversary. Did well, I surprise you with it, Zach? It's harder to find, so I found a bottle of it, and I was going to buy it, and you were like, please don't buy that. And yeah. when you say something like that, I knew I ruined something. <laughs> yeah. It was like I had to smack your hand away. I was like... Please don't let him see the hedonism. Please don't let him see it. And he saw it. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm buying it. And I was like, you're not allowed. Because I had already purchased it. Well, my logic is two bottles are better than one. So It's true, <laughs> but I wanted my one to make a bigger impact. It is so. a big impact. So thank yeah. you. And no, cheers. Yeah, we were just having a little little cocktail while we were chatting. What, uh, what's been your favorite part of the last 10 years? My favorite part? Yeah, yeah. That's a question. Favorite part or maybe like most memorable thing, whether it's whether it's good or bad, you know. <laughs> Way to put me on the spot, so Zach. Put, put I had spot. no idea I know, what you were going to say that. I just blindsided you with that one. Huh. Um, my favorite part eh, probably is, like we talk about this all the time and it may sound weird, but um, before we got married, Zach and I did not live together. And I think my favorite part about marriage is just like waking up next to my husband every single day and starting our day off together for the most part. I mean, some weeks like this past two weeks, (laughs) I have not woken up next to you very often. But in general, like going to bed together, waking up together and having that like bookend to my day being my solid person has Mm -hmm. been my favorite part. I know that's hokey. That's okay. And I'm getting all teary-eyed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite part, Ben? I think that uh, I really kind of enjoy looking back on, I guess it's not a specific part, but looking back on how much we've changed and grown mm. and all the things that we've done. So from, you know, going to get your engagement ring, engagement, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I don't know what that was, but... That's the hedonism. Uh, yeah, that's the hedonism, apparently. Woo. Um, smooth. 
That's a great advertisement. <laughs> oh, it's actually really smooth. I just don't know what that was. But um, I think that, you know, like if I look back and like going to purchase your engagement ring mm-hmm. and like that was the biggest purchase I had ever made in my life at that point and just taking like, you know, a couple hundred bucks at a time or something like that down to... Uh, down to the jewelry store and making payments on your ring. I forgot you did that. Yeah, yeah, because I, <laughs> I just had to take a little bit at a time till it was paid off. Mm-hmm. Um, and moving into our first home together, and not not the condo was cool, but you know buying our first home and the struggles right. and and tribulations with that. That was a blast being a small business owner that doesn't make a ton of money and trying to get a mortgage. Being you know. a small business owner and trying to get a mortgage is still such a blast, <laughs> even is. in 2021. It's it is. not the funnest. But, but um, you know, just looking through all those changes and stuff and seeing how much our life has really changed mm-hmm. uh, has been, is one of my, like, favorite, like I said, it's not like a specific part. It's just one of the coolest things because it really just makes me wonder, like, where are we going to go? Ooh. In the next 10 years. Yeah. You know? Like looking, like the memories, like seeing what we've come from and no, wanting to know what the future holds. That's cool. Yeah. I take that. And that makes mine sound really hokey. <laughs> Mission accomplished. But that's okay. So, okay. How about this? What is your best piece of marital advice for those youngins, those newlyweds out there? Or, I mean, I guess people that have been married forever. That's a good question. So I think that uh, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, you, you, you your gut reaction is always like the the woman's always right thing. You know that everybody jokes about. Uh, that's like kitschy. That's just, yeah, that's it's kitschy. Like it's funny. Something it's, men say to be. I know. Trying to be funny. I know, and it's 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 not that. I think that. Um, but we are always right. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. Sorry. Um, I think that. You know, for me, the best piece of advice I could probably give is it's something that I try to do when you and I are out, whether you notice or not, is putting my phone down, putting my phone away and being present. Mm -hmm. And it's so important to give you quality time because we don't get a ton of time together. Yes. Now, there's other couples that probably get, you know, after five o'clock on together Mm -hmm. and every weekend together. But I know for me personally that you know, in my busy, crazy life, like we went out to Andiamo the other night to celebrate yes. our anniversary in the midst of absolute chaos for, for us at work. And it was really important to me to be there, you know, right at about six. I was a little bit late. It wasn't bad though. We were fine. Um, number one, I communicated that. that yes. I was running a little bit behind. At least I think I did. I don't yeah, remember. I, did. I think I did. you, I I think you, you told me hey, you're almost home. Almost home, <laughs> yep. Um, but so communication and then also just being like absolutely present because if you're not really, sp- if you're spending time engaged with something else, you're not really spending time engaged with, you know, your, your partner. So I think that that's probably the most important thing to me or the biggest advice I could give. So I love that. Mine. Yeah, what's Mine yours? is... Um, say what you mean. Mm. We talk about this a lot. And if you don't say what you mean, you cannot hold a grudge if the person didn't translate correctly. (laughs) For an example, I'm not giving like a real world example, but if Zach came and told me, hey, Vina, I'm going to stop after work and golf and have drink with the guys. And I 
just wanting to play nice, I'm like, oh, okay, baby, yep, that's fine. That's totally fine. But in my head, I'm going, oh, surely he'll just come home. He'll know that I want him to just come home. <laughs> I'm sure he's just going to show up tonight. Like, that'll be fine. And he doesn't because I told him to go. I cannot be mad right. <laughs> if I didn't communicate that I wanted Zach to come home. It's the and trap. There has been times that I have done that because I know he needs time away. Um, but then I'm also like really, really bummed. But then I have to like kick my own self in the butt and say, well, dummy, you didn't tell him that. And so you can't sit here and stew and be angry. And I think a lot of women fall into the trap of thinking men read between the lines. We don't. You totally knew where I was going with that, didn't you? Because you were ready. You were ready. Yeah. Yeah. No, men are very black and white, at least my experience. Well, I think, look at it this way. Guys. If if I'm asking you, and I think that's that's another thing that my friend always tells me is that ask, don't tell. Yes. How how would you feel about like me golfing with the guys tonight and going to have a couple of drinks or something? Mm -hmm. You know, but so ask the question, but as a guy, like not even as a guy, but I, I think we're asking questions because we're looking for your honest feedback. And so if your feedback comes to us in the form of, yeah, sure, go have a good time. We're going to go have a good time. Like, hey, it's okay. If we didn't care, we just either not call or, or you know, if I didn't mm-hmm. care, I'd just either not call or go do whatever I wanted to do, which I do sometimes anyways. Well, I mean, you've cut that back a lot. I have. I cut that back a lot. I've been working on that. That could lead us down a whole nother rabbit hole of what's been our biggest argument in the past 10 years. Ooh, should we entertain that? I mean, why not? We could. What do you think it's been? Because I'm going to pretty much guess it's the same as mine, but I want to see what you have to say. I don't know. All the arguments seem really small to me. I don't, I can't, I can't like pick one that was like, actually, no, there, there's one. Oh, I need another drink. Um, <laughs> so there's one specifically, and I am traditionally a bad, I don't want to say a bad communicator. I'm not a bad communicator. I have a hard time letting people know where I am because uh-huh. I feel like I'm being um, not followed or whatever. Has I just tabs on. Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I don't like people keeping tabs on me. I'd like to be independent and do my own thing when I want to do it. Thus, you're an entrepreneur. And yeah, so it bothers, <laughs> I don't want to say it bothers me, but it's difficult for me to check in and let people know where I am. So I used to do this thing where I would say, hey, Vina, I'm stopping over at so-and-so's place for like 10 minutes. And lo and behold, three or four hours later, you know, I look at my phone and I've had 10 missed phone calls <laughs> and a bunch of text messages because I left my phone in the car. And um, so that has spawned a few really large arguments. <laughs> yeah, I think that was like the one we usually always come back to. So that's what I was thinking about as well to where um, and the reason for the reason of the 10, 11, 12 phone calls is not that I'm calling you at eight o'clock at night. I'm calling you at one o'clock in the morning because you communicated (laughs) you'd be home around seven or eight. And I let it go until like midnight. And then I'm like, Ooh, where's he at? So, um, you know, when it gets to the point where I'm checking (laughs) traffic conditions and seeing if there's any accidents on your route home. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm like, he's disappeared. So the important part, how did we circumvent that? 
Oh, how did we? So that was the point of contention for a, a little bit. Mm-hmm. And finally, one day, it clicked to me that Zach is a business owner. So one night when he was came home and I was so mad, like so mad to her, like I told him I almost went to my parents' house mad. Which scared me. <laughs> <laughs> um, or to a hotel. Um, that... I told him, I'm glad you're safe. We'll just talk about it later. Like, I don't think we even argued about it that final time (laughs) because I was so mad. I didn't want to like say anything irrationally. I said, I love you. I'm glad you're safe. We'll talk about this in the morning. So in the morning I did ask you, I said, what is our, do you have space and time right now to have a discussion about what happened last night? And very wearily, Zach said, yeah yes yes i do (laughs) surprised i didn't just go uh no i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) and um from that moment on i just took it over and tried to explain it to him in like work terms and accountability terms and the things that he expects from his team members he was not also giving me in return as his wife Mm -hmm. and i am his ultimate teammate and once i communicated that with him it went down the path of okay this is where we're at i'm not going to argue about this anymore how do we fix the problem permanently and we did we solved the problem i don't think we have had that issue since then no at all and that's um, been like a couple years ago i kind of have the the new motto like the you know i used to do phone wallet keys Mm -hmm. so it's like phone wallet keys vina Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know let her know keep her you know keep her in tune but i think one of the important things that you kind of touched on there was the fact that um and not don't want to go down the hole of whether this was right or wrong, but the fact that you were communicating in a certain way for a period of time that didn't work and didn't get through to me, mm-hmm. and you change your communication method. Yes. And so I think that sometimes people get so stuck at saying, like doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting their partner just to learn one day. If you change your mode of communication or change the way you approach things, it looks different. It feels different. I was more open to receive it as opposed to arguing about it. And uh, I knew I screwed up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, and I, now I know, <clears throat> now I know that that, like, um, that's extremely important to you, mm-hmm. you know, because the other ways we try to communicate that, like, I wasn't hearing that message. And so, however, we did it that time, like, that, that was like, I think it was really just you saying that I was <laughs> with my parents' house. <laughs> I just scared the bejesus out of you. That's what I did. <laughs> But no, listen, I mean, isn't that the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting the same results. So I had, I tried one time, I tried yelling and screaming at you. He didn't hear it. One time I tried to just discuss it. It didn't work. So like, I'm like, I have to change something because he just is not hearing this clearly to where he is not thinking it's as important to me as it is. Mm -hmm. So, and again, I never care what Zach does. Mm -hmm. Ever. He could stay out to seven o'clock in the morning. I don't care. I just want to know. I don't want to be wondering. And so I think that was the importance is like, hey, like you have your freedom. You have everything that you want. I don't care. Go do all the things. But I just need to be in the know. Because then I can fall asleep easier. I can get my Mm -hmm. rest for work and be ready for my clients in the morning. So, um, and he respected that. So I think too, like saying, you know, the accountability piece of like, 
if you were telling one of your teammates over and over and over, like, or expecting something from them and they didn't deliver, like you would right. be upset yeah. and like kind of just breaking it down more into the business form. I think that helped a little bit too. It, so. the, the, usually like that's a really good method of communication for me. So like, if you look at the books that I read and stuff, I, I don't read any fiction. I don't read mm-hmm. any like for pleasure books. Normally it's all business books. And so yeah. my mode of communication is generally, if you can spend things in business terms, it works for me, yeah. but it took us seven years Eight, yeah, Eight seven and a half. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think that was that like out. an issue. That was an issue for a little bit that would pop up at least once or twice a year. And then yeah. all of a sudden, this one certain year it was like 2018 or 2019. It just was happening a lot. Yeah. And so. Well, that was about the year we moved to Fenton. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And so I have some friends that are closer. Yeah, that's and true. And me being a social butterfly, you know, five minutes turns into yeah. five hours. Fun Bobby. Fun no, not even fun. Fun Bobby doesn't have to come out. I just like to sit around and talk. Yeah, I always call it like good time Zach. There's no maliciousness involved. Like he's not trying to forget about me, but it's generally like, I think one time you were stopping to drop something off at somebody's house and you're like, hey, I'm stopping over here to drop this off. And I'm like, cool. And then he goes in, he drops it off, then he's offered a drink, then they're talking, and then it's going, and then he's left all his stuff in the car because honestly, good-heartedly, he thought he was just running in to drop something off, Mm -hmm. and then it just turns into like, hey, hey, hey. They had a barbecue. There's things going on. I was like, oh, I'm like. You know, it's never malicious. It's just one of those things where it just, you're in the moment, you're in the now, Mm -hmm. you're having a good time, and Yeah. That's, that's that, but we've gotten through it, and yeah. I've been, like, really happy. Like, you've communicated awesomely, so thanks. Until next time. Until next time. <laughs> um, what else? What else in 10 years of marriage? Mm. I don't know. We've, they said, I look at a lot of, like, where we were and what, where we are now uh-huh. and where we're going to be, so I think it's cool that we started a podcast, because I know that we've talked about doing, like, back before blogging was cool. Mm-hmm. We talked about doing a food blog. Yeah. Um, and so this is kind of the audio version of that, plus a little bit of extra stuff. And For sure. Um, so I think it's cool that we're doing that. And um, Man, I don't know, 10 years. It's crazy to think that 10 years went by this fast, but it, it looks like, I don't know, it, we've, we've done so much too. You know, we've traveled, we've eaten and drank everywhere. And yeah. Just, you know, there's a lot of... A lot of cool stuff that we've done. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Like when you you mentioned the like having to have my like ring on like quote unquote layaway at the jewelry store. Yeah, yeah and yeah. knowing that um, Zach very um, graciously gifted me with a beautiful Tiffany's like pendant necklace. Yeah. Um, for our anniversary on Thursday, and like you walked in and you just paid for that. Yeah. You know, and so like just like to see that is crazy like where we've come and grown and i think it's the support of one another and we each push each other to like move towards the new things and support each other with i mean i'm the person that i have always said if i know anybody that could be a bajillionaire it'd be my husband and so every idea (laughs) he presents to me and he's like oh what do you think about this? Or I had this idea. I tell him, yes, I am his yes woman all the time. Like, yeah, babe, go for it. Yeah, babe, go for it. Because one of those ideas is going to land. And a couple of those ideas have landed and right. done well. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I think just be your spouse's like yes person. 
Yeah, you know, I think that's one of those interesting things that um, I noticed about you several years ago is that, you know, I come up with a crazy idea or something and you're just like, cool, how are you going to do it? And I'm like, normally, I, you know, growing up or whatever, you're, you're just kind of met with, well, that'll never happen or like that's that's crazy, you know, like mm-hmm. there's no way you can do that. That's impossible. And you're like, yeah, how are you going to do it? Cool. That sounds like a great idea. Fantastic. What are the first things you have to do, you know? Yeah. Which is, which is cool. And then um, I was just thinking about it today as we were kind of like coming up with our on-the-fly morning plan, you know, running out the door. I was going out to work real quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're like, hey, you got to be back here by two to hit the podcast. And I was like, the ultimate accountability partner because I've committed to do this. I want to do this. I actually really enjoy this mm-hmm. and I like spending the time with you. And, and this is such a, like a, a fun project. But it's also would be easy for me to push it off. And especially right now where everything is absolutely crazy with work. Um, you know, we've got a new employee starting Tuesday. We've got uh, just some fires we need to put out and just all sorts of crazy things going on right now. And you're like, hey, two o'clock, we need a podcast. I'll have everything set up. And you're basically holding me accountable to do the things that I said I was going to do. Everything, I don't want to say nothing else matters, but because there's other commitments that I've made. So I need to prioritize. And this is where you help me as an accountability partner is I'm now able to prioritize um, the commitments I've made to other people, the commitments I've made to you, and the commitments I've made to the projects that we have together. Mm -hmm. And so everything else that kind of comes in and out and around and about through the week, yeah, it's nice to add stuff in if we can, but my true accountability is held to the things that I committed to. And so thank you for holding me accountable to being here today and present with you and uh, doing this podcast. Yeah. I think the podcast is really fun. We get to have conversations that, uh, well, first of all, I think there's a lot of marriages out there that never even have a sit down conversation. Like the husband and wife, the husband and husband, the wife and Mm -hmm. wife, however that whole thing is going like some, like partners never even sit and have a conversation together. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that we've committed to once a week, we sit down and we have a full on conversation or reflecting on a trip or we're talking about marriage advice. Like I love that. I think that's what makes us us. This is what we do when we're at dinner. This is like, like just to our listeners out there, this is Zach and I like, I was just going to say that is like, if you guys ever sit down and have dinner with us, (laughs) This is the conversation that we have. We just happen to be doing it in front of a microphone right now. Yeah, I mean, we have had we have like had out calculators and talked about like financial like breakdowns like at dinner. Like we like to have deep conversation Mm -hmm. at night. I think somebody asked you once, like what you do when you get home, like what shows you watch or whatever. And you're like, I like to sit on the couch and have a conversation with my <laughs> wife with the fireplace on and the puppy cuddled up. Like, yep. that's, like that's what we things. do. Like when you come home, whenever that may be, like sitting on the couch together and catching up yeah. and talking about, hey, where's this project at? Hey, what's going on with mm-hmm. this? Hey, how's this going for you? I'm so proud. Like, we literally, this is what we do all the time, and now we just get to share it with you guys. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Ten full years of conversations you guys are now receiving. Right. So. <laughs> I love it. There'll be plenty more after this, too. Yeah, so. exactly. What do you want to close with? What do I want to close with? 
What do you think if you could pick one thing to if you're if you're building like a you're building a relationship with your spouse, mm-hmm. with your um, fiance, whatever, what is like the one thing that you can lay at the foundation of that to make it the strongest relationship possible? Hmm. Boom, blindsided again. Yeah. <laughs> so something to lay down first. What's the most important thing you can you can build a relationship on? Well, I mean, the very first thing that always is going to come to mind is 100% always communication. I don't know if that's where you were going with it or you just wanted my answer and you have no. a different answer. I wanted your answer. That's Okay. Um, yeah, I think 100% communication. That's why we do think it's so important to have our, our meetings. That's why figuring out different ways to communicate with your spouse like we just said during our biggest arguments trying new ways to communicate actually making time to communicate Mm -hmm. so um it's very important for the relationship and if you don't have that at all you're just floating around living like life separately Mm -hmm. and you're never having that agreement together and that communication together so i think that has to be your foundation what do you what do you think i'm so curious what you're gonna say well see i should have just said it because i I think the same thing i think okay i think clear and honest communication you know and it's not always comfortable Mm. you know like but you're significant other your partner deserves that and really like it's kind of like you were saying earlier that if you don't communicate what you want and what you need in a clear way or you're hoping that i'm just going to make an assumption you know that's not fair to me and you're probably not going to get the result you want so i think that and it's it's an ongoing process for me too you know like that's i would love to say that it just becomes more comfortable and more natural to go like hey like, I'm not happy with this, and, you know, I was really disappointed when. It doesn't get any easier ever, <laughs> I don't yeah. think. Because you're telling someone that you love, like, hey, I'm really not happy with this outcome, or, like, I need you to do better, you know, and that that's that can be difficult. But I think it's so important because it's just... Without that, I think that you you really have you're lacking a foundation to stand on mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if we communicate 100 percent effectively and we're 100 percent in tandem like i usually feel like we can go conquer anything but if i tell you one thing and i mean another and you tell me one thing and you mean another and we start moving in two opposite directions like it just it becomes a train wreck you know, so I think building on communication, and I'm just gonna jump in here and say, is also awareness and accountability for your own communication and where you didn't maybe communicate clearly enough. Because, like I said, there's been many of times where maybe I didn't communicate something, or there was something in my head that I thought you would understand. And if I'm not aware of that, and I'm not holding myself accountable of saying, "Hey, I should have approached that differently," um, then that can cause a lot of problems too. I know there's been plenty of times you and I have like had days where just have like misfired. Mm-hmm where we're having a conversation and you're just not hearing me clear and I'm just not speaking it clear. And we've literally said, okay, like we're just not 
hearing each other on this right now so we're gonna put it down and try picking it back up later be to, like maybe something will change or we'll think of a different word or a different way to bring that up but you have to be very aware you can't just like hitting the hammer and hoping that they're just gonna mm. click in one day you have to be aware of the changes you need to make um, aware of the timing that you bring it up mm. if I think I said on my solo podcast last week that if I were to come to you like nagging you about you not being home for the past two weeks and mm-hmm. how upset and you haven't spent any time with me and you're exhausted, you're not going to hear that and you're going to get upset. Right. So picking the right times, asking, can you hear this right now or do I need to approach this in a different right. day? Like, So just all those little pieces around communication too. Like if communication is the foundation, like what's being poured into that foundation? Like what makes up the concrete and right. the water and the, you know, stuff that goes in there is like awareness, yeah. timing, like and I think, clearness. I think, you know, you're talking a lot about like the things that you do to make sure that the timing's right, that all, that your, your communication is good and clear. And I think that, you know, we have to remember that that's communication is a two way street. Amen. I have to listen and I have to be willing to listen and you know me, sometimes when I get frustrated, I can just jump in and boom, 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 you know, fix this, fix that, change this, do this, do mm-hmm. that. Um, if I'm in a position where I'm, if I'm self-aware enough to realize I'm jumping into that feeling, I can pull myself back out of it, listen and receive. So a lot of times when we have those misfires, it's usually I'm not in a listening state. I'm not present. It's something like something to that effect, you know, or mm-hmm. you're, you're catching me at just kind of a weird time. And um, my head might be somewhere else. And I think that's where that miscommunication really comes from. Because yeah. if I think about all the times that we've literally just kind of, I don't say been frustrated, but just kind of been like, hey, look, we're not, we're not lining up right now. Um, let's try this again in a half hour or something like that. If I think about all those times, my head's, in, my head's somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, I'm trying to listen, but I just can't do it. So. Yeah, no, I agree with that. That's why you just have to kind of. Just be in the space of like knowing, like I know 100% that you have my back, I have your back. You mean no harm, I mean no harm. If I'm bringing something to you, it's a genuine concern. If you're bringing something to me, it's a genuine concern. So I think as long as you know also like your partner's heart when they are communicating, you can kind of go, okay, we've got to step back a little bit. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Happy 10 years. Happy 10 years. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. It's been a, I, I've loved it. It's so been a I. great 10 years. I can't wait for 10 more. Where are you going to be in 10 years? Where are we going to be in 10 more years? I don't know. That's a good question. There's a lot of <laughs> things that I want to do and a lot of things that, you know. 10 years. I mean, you'll be just a young whippersnapper still. <laughs> I'll be an old uh, maid. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, you'll be 45, so. be 45 in 10 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Lots of dreaming. I guess maybe that's something that we'll do in our next meeting is set a 10-year goal. Oh, my gosh. Oh, The B-hag. What's that? The B-hag. Oh, my gosh. Big, hairy, audacious goal. Big, hairy, audacious 10-year goal. Yep. I don't know. It seems so far out, but really it's not. Time goes by fast, and I've loved every fast-moving second of it. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. We appreciate every single listen that you guys give us. 
Yeah, right? Is absolutely. That the term give no, us? um, for sure. Um, we <laughs> would really appreciate a review. Yeah. And if you guys could remember to hit that subscribe button, that would be awesome as well. Yeah, subscribe, review across any platform. Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So. Whatever platform you guys listen to us on, mm -hmm. a review really helps us out and lets us know how we're doing for you guys. Yeah, it's a little bit of feedback that you guys can give us. So again, we appreciate you. We hope you guys have a great day.